see, Chris isn't funny, haha. -ha. He's funny. Oh, how sad. That boy needs help. <laughs> up your sarcasm. Well, I should hope so, because I'm laying it on pretty thick. Did you hear I finally graduated? Yeah, and just a shade under a decade, too. All right. You know, a lot of people go to college for seven years. I know. They're called doctors. What's better than a Tommy Boy movie thing? Not much. Boom, there's your answer, boom. Could this be the best podcast episode in the history of all podcasts? Heck, in the history of entertainment. The Tommy Boy movie thing? Yeah, possibly. Welcome to the Tommy Boy movie thing, ending with a Tommy Boy movie trivia. Here we go, Tommy Boy movie trivia, I bet my life. I will know all the answers. You heard it right. What's gonna happen? The reason why we're doing the Tommy Boy movie thing is because this movie softens the hardest of hearts, aka mine. Makes the hardest of hearts laugh. Brian Dennehy, Chris Farley sandwich, uh, yeah. And if you guys are true listeners, which you are, because welcome to the Patreon-only episode, the very first one, boom. If you're hearing the sound of my voice, you are a true listener, or you have the potential to join fan club today. So welcome. Choices will be made today. Tommy boy mood like oh my god like I'm already there always all right <clears throat> let me get y'all in that Tommy boy mood because maybe y'all aren't there like hmm all right let's I know what we can do rugby freaks ever born maybe we weren't the smartest guys on campus eh, maybe we spent a little too much time puking off balconies <laughs> we had fun huh yeah! now some of us are leaving and that is sad but this isn't the end no way we're gonna show this world a thing or two we're gonna show <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, you guys are there. Yeah. 
Tommy Boy is a 1995 American adventure comedy film. Okay, 95, I was in 11th grade. I was uh, 17, there you go. I was doing acid every single day for like 75 days. It's directed by Peter Seagal, written by Bonnie and Terry Turner, produced by Lorne Michaels, and starring former SNL castmates and close friends Chris Farley and David Spade. The film was shot primarily in Toronto and Los Angeles under the working title Rocky Road. It tells the story of a socially and emotionally immature man, (laughs) played by Chris Farley, who learns lessons about friendship and self-worth following the sudden death of his industrialist father, played by Brian Dennehy. He just passed, y'all remember, in current events, current events. Oh, threw my head in my pillow and cried. All right, let's keep it going. Circle of life. The film did well commercially, but received mixed reviews from critics, because critics are dumb, and they're all bought. However, since its release, Tommy Boy has become a cult classic due to being very successful on home video and due to being very funny. Hello. God, these things are so lame. I mean, look, if you're here, you guys know Tommy Boy rules. Okay, so during this episode, I'll be playing some clips, and those clips are coming from the YouTube documentary, you know our fave kind of documentaries called The Making of Tommy Boy. Okay, here we go. I'm feeling it. Damn, I'm always in this Tommy Boy thing. Nothing makes me happier than Tommy Boy. I can say that. (laughs) It's true. I can't think of anything that makes me happier than putting on Tommy Boy and watching it. Maybe like going to the fair... No, everybody's lame and like coronavirus. Yeah, uh, Tommy Boy. The cast of Tommy Boy is Chris Farley as Thomas Tommy Callahan III. David's hilarious because he's so uh, unbelievably smart. I mean, David never never falls short of that. He's always can go on on a run, and he'll go on for days without ever sputtering off. Where I have like one sentence is doozy, and I got nothing, and I got a falling table or something. Okay, David Spade as Richard Hayden. Y'all know David Spade, aka Joe Dirt. I don't know. I only saw it once. I just know David Spade from Tommy Boy. Oh, Tommy. There's so many things to say about Tommy. Tommy's kind of a mess, kind of a slob, doesn't try hard. I don't like that. He had his... (laughs) He told me to do it again. I'm sorry, David. We started the first day we walked over from the hotel together to Saturday Night Live. So we immediately kind of bonded. And he was a great person. So to be a good, sweet person is what I'm pulled into. And he's really funny. And so that's easy to be around. Bo Derek as Beverly Barish, Tommy's stepmother. She stars in a lesser-known movie, one of my favorite movies, actually. It's called Orca from 1977. It's very intense. The ancient Romans called him Orca Orcinus, Latin for bringer of death. He is without challenge the most powerful animal on the globe. The Orca's intelligence may be even superior to man's. They remain loyal to one mate for life. As parents, they are exemplary, better than many human beings. And like human beings, they have a profound instinct for vengeance. I don't really recommend watching it. It really scarred me as a child, and I don't know. But now, like, I can watch, I don't know. Just 
don't watch Warcraft from 1977 unless you like want some really like intense experience. <laughs> there you go. Mm. Here's the thing though, you guys. She's from a movie. Dudley Moore stars in this picture. Ten. And of course, Tommy references the film when uh, Brian Dennehy, Tommy's dad, brings him home, introduces Tommy to Beverly, and she comes out of the pool and he says, Dad, she's like a 10. Okay. Here's a little bit of the trailer from the movie 10. I've never actually seen 10 and it looks spectacular. I mean, it's classic, like old 70s Hollywood patriarchal, misogynistic, just powered bullshit of that time and this time. It's just more hidden. Coming from the lens of 1970s Hollywood, it seems like an interesting movie. I don't know. I'm going to give it a shot. Here's a little clip. The trailer. Ten. Starring Dudley Moore and Bo Derek. Her first picture. George Weber is a successful songwriter. Elevator music. I'm very big in elevators. And everything is going his way with friends who respect him and a woman who loves him. He couldn't ask for more. But George is about to discover that even a man who has everything doesn't have everything. She was the most beautiful girl I had ever seen. On a scale from one to 10, Blake Edwards presents a 10. Moving on with the cast of Tommy Boy, the best film on the planet, Julie Warner. She's Michelle Brock, Tommy's love interest in Tommy Boy. She was also Michael J. Fox's love interest in Doc Hollywood, a fine film. Another, you know, all that bullshit. But, you know, Doc Hollywood's a great film. We want to hear all about California. I heard that the women out there have their chests enlarged, their thighs vacuumed and barfed on purpose. We are prepared to offer you a permanent position as medical practitioner supreme here in the greater Grady metropolitan area and squash capital of the South. Will all in favor say aye? Aye. I'm in the twilight zone. Okay. Oh, yes. This man has a very, very, very special place in my heart. Why? I have no idea. Dan Aykroyd. He plays Ray Zelensky. As a child comedy legend, Dan Aykroyd was expelled from two different schools before anyone realized that he had mild Asperger's syndrome. Since his diagnosis, Aykroyd has been vocal and honest about his experiences on the autism spectrum. Chris Farley comes out of Second City. That's a, more of a disciplined form of, uh, of training where uh, we're taught to serve the writer. We're taught to give and take with people on stage. There's an element of... Uh, uh, basically stressing the, the playing within scenes and playing in an ensemble. I think that David has a more sort of, David Spade has a more sort of a solo personality based on what we call the North American high school sense of humor, that is acerbic, caustic, sarcastic. Well, I think the elements uh, that you have there with the, the Spade-Farley uh, pairing are, first of all, you know, the contrast in physical type, obviously, one big guy, one little guy. I think that kind of worked for me and John Belushi. That kind of worked for Abbott and Costello and Laurel and Hardy. They said Farley's funny and you can ride his coattails and believe me, there's room. <laughs> <laughs> Fatty and skinny, the age-old secret. That was their real relationship. Spade was verbal, Farley was physical, and the two of them were like the perfect fit. And that made us our job much easier. My last two years in L.A., uh, Ma lived with me, and we would just like <laughs> drive around and do just like touristy things she's really into film like i am you know like she dissects stuff like double jeopardy with 
Ashley Judd, you know, like 90s movies. And like, she's cool to talk about films with. And so when we lived in L.A., we would just do like these hardcore films, like go to Sharon Tate's grave, you know, who was, you know, murdered by the Manson family. I'm not glorifying that, but I'm just saying it was a part of our history. And, you know, I would hang out there and there was a grotto and like that was kind of like my quiet place was Sharon Tate's grave. And so mom and I, we drove by Mama Cass's old house in Laurel Canyon and you know, I'm obsessed with the Mamas and Papas, especially Mama Cass, and just the whole history of the band and just all this crazy shit that went down and just everything. So we drove by Mama Cass's old house, and it was then owned by Beverly D'Angelo when we drove by. And of course, you know, we didn't, like, do anything. We just, like, drove by and, like, didn't even stop. Just, like, drove by and, like, oh, cool, like, look at the view and whatever. That house used to be owned by Dan Aykroyd, and he was on an episode of Celebrity Ghost Story, and he was describing how he believed that Mama Cass's ghost lived there and would, like, get into bed with him at night, and he said that he felt, like, her body up against him in his bed, and he, like, moved out and stuff. Actually, fun fact, Feruza Bulk the actress from The Craft, she had a studio right below ours in Los Angeles, and she was on Celebrity Ghost Story, and her loft that was below ours was on Celebrity Ghost Story. And it was so funny. We never ran into her. And it's funny because we shared a, a bathroom with Fruza Bulk, and I was always so nervous to go to the bathroom. I'd be like, oh, God, I don't want to see – like. I don't want to, like, run into Fruza Bulk in the bathroom. Like, that would totally, like, freak me out on many levels. And so I never wanted to see her. <laughs> and and um, one time we were at the studio and Sean, the bass player of the Carrions, one of my old rock bands, he came back um, from using the bathroom and it looked like he had seen a ghost. And I was like, dude, like, what's up? He goes, Feruza Bulk was in the bathroom. I was like, no. I was like, what happened? He was like, dude, <laughs> he was like out of breath. I mean, Sean. I'm sorry, I'm putting you on blast, but dude, I'm saying that because I would have had the same reaction. He was like, dude, I didn't know what to say. Like, I don't even remember what he said. I think he was just like, hello, or whatever. I don't even remember if she responded or what. Well, I didn't, I wasn't in the bathroom with her, but I was in the hallway smoking or something. And I saw her walk out of her apartment towards the bathroom and I was like, speechless like I just froze I was like holy shit that's Perusa uh yeah I got starstruck it doesn't usually happen but yep that's my story nothing great all right bye and just the whole thing we kept hearing these horror stories of like all this ghost shit happening like below us and so we were already like afraid of her and like her space and like she's in our bathroom we're in her bathroom it was just all weird and Sean yeah he was like I just saw Perusa bulk in the bathroom man it was like seeing a ghost all right, moving on with the cast of Tommy Boy. Oh, Brian Dennehy as Thomas Big Tom Callahan Jr., Tommy's father. Okay, if you're a faithful listener, which you are if you're this far in the episode, I thank you and love you. Brian Dennehy has passed because we discussed it on our show. Okay, closing out the cast portion, Rob Lowe as Paul Barish, Tommy's stepbrother. Fun fact, Rob Lowe is not credited in the film. We'll talk about that later. Did you eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? (laughs) Why? The first scene where we see Rob Lowe is one of my favorite moments in comedy. Steps off the bus, 
and they're, you know, showing us he's a bad person, right? So he slams the kid's face on the the bus window, and he crumples up the milk carton and throws it in the baby carriage. It's just, it's it's almost like, you know, you say to a bunch of comedians and great minds, okay, how do we show that Rob Lowe is a bad person? (laughs) Well, let's have him hit the bus window and throw a milk carton in a baby's face. You know, it's just like, oh, art is just amazing. (laughs) And Rob Lowe is just so great. I'm Paul. Brother? I'm going to have a brother? I've always dreamed about having a brother. Speak of the devil. Brother! (laughs) Brother? I'm Paul. You must be Tommy. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. (laughs) Okay, from mentalfloss.com, Tommy Boy was the final film penned by married screenwriting team Terry and Bonnie Turner. That's fun. I want to be in a married screenwriting team. That's what I want to do. Who had previously collaborated on Wayne's World and its sequel, Coneheads, and the Brady Bunch movie. Oh my God. Terry and Bonnie Turner? The Brady Bunch movie and Tommy Boy? Relationship goals. They look absolutely fabulous. Oh my God. After the Farley Spade movie of Tommy Boy, the Turners set their sights on the small screen, going to create Third Rock from the Sun in that 70s show. Damn, power couple. Even their photo together is like a comedy thing. Damn, they're strong. Okay, Rob Lowe was not even credited for his appearance in the movie, y'all. It's tough to imagine Tommy Boy that doesn't feature the diminutive uptight Spade to the larger-than-life Farley. However, the original story envisioned by Lorne Michaels would have featured Rob Lowe as Farley's character brother still, but as his on-screen partner. So basically, Dave Spade wouldn't be in the movie. It'd be Rob Lowe and Chris Farley. After David Spade was brought on board as a second billing, Lowe was demoted to a villainous role as Farley's criminal and accident-prone stepbrother. I mean, this movie couldn't be more genius. It's a work of art. It's a Mona Lisa. It makes me cry. It's so good. (laughs) For what it is, you know? And so uh, Rob Lowe was not even credited for his appearance in the movie. They said it was due to a concurrent role on ABC's miniseries adaptation of The Stand by Stephen King. Okay. Lowe was forced by contract to keep his name off the Farley movie entirely. Man, that's... Contract stuff is so lame. Just control, mind control, power. That's all it is. It's mindfuck. Lowe now jokes that it took about 15 years for the public to notice this oddity. Hmm. I mean, his role is so huge, you know, in the movie that he doesn't even need to be credited. Everybody knows it's him and everybody loves his role. Here we go with a little clip. Is this your coat? <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> that guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Take it off, dickhead. I'm serious. Richard, what's happening? We have a cool upcoming clip. A little behind the scenes on that fat guy in a little coat thing. Fun fact, David Spade refused to let anybody work on his hair. 
Spade said he wanted to maintain a naturally unkept hairdo in keeping with the nature of his character, the perpetually flustered Richard Hayden. And yeah, I mean, Spade's hair is a character all in itself in the movie, really. There's some interesting behind-the-scenes stuff coming up, y'all. Oh, this is very, very interesting, I think, and which leads us into some very interesting clips. Here we go. Chris Farley and David Spade, they were very close, but they got into a pretty big fight during the filming of Tommy Boy. And the next day, they had to shoot a scene together. Okay. One time, uh, Farley said to me, he goes, it's almost like I, he's my girlfriend. I'm, like, jealous. He's going, hanging out with Rob Lowe. And then I said, well, you know, Rob is pretty, you know? And then it became, like, this kind of weird... They fought over me. Those two guys fought over me in the movie. It was insane. Rob Lowe just has a charm about him. No, I remember that night. It was it was actually a real fight. It was so crazy. That we flew back, and I called Chris. I said I just landed, and he's like, "Well, I think I'm getting the flu. I'll probably stay in." I said, "All right, we got a big day tomorrow." Rob called, "What's up? Let's go have a drink." <laughs> we didn't call Chris. He was so mad the next day. He's like, "How's Rob Lowe?" Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, heard you went out with him last night. Had a drink. How was that? Where was I? I don't know, honey. Oh, I don't like Rob Lowe. <laughs> We're friends. <laughs> Literally exactly that conversation. And they had this volatile, fun, funny relationship, and I think that's at the heart of the movie. The scene they had to film the next day was this one. Our new brake pads are really cool. You're not even going to believe it. Like, um, let's say you're driving along the road with your family, and you're driving along, la 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 woo. And then all of a sudden, there's a truck tire in the middle of the road, and you hit the brakes. Whoa, that was close. <laughs> now let's see what happens when you're driving with the other guy's brake pads. You're driving along, you're driving along, and all of a sudden, the kids are yelling from the back seat, I gotta go to the bathroom, Daddy. Not now, damn it. Truck tire. I can't stop. In comes a meat wagon. And the medic gets out and says, oh, my God. New guy's in the corner puking his guts out. All because you want to save a couple extra pennies. And <laughs> to me, it doesn't get out. Now. What my associate is trying to say is, hey, you looked at me like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> OK, one more time. Keep rolling. And action. I talked with him about, you know, what, what could we do to, to liven this scene up when Chris is trying to sell, you know, uh, brake pads to this guy. And uh, we had come up with the idea of taking two model cars on his desk and going through this story. Um, and that's about all I told Chris. I said, okay, you know, use these and, and, and except for lighting the car on fire, which our prop person had to know in advance, uh, the rest was pure Chris. Do you remember when Jane Curtin said blue shoes? Was like, eh? I think yeah. that's funny. Yeah, we're set. Okay, I do. I do. Give okay. it a look. Grab my arm a second. See it in dailies. I did it. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me see you grab my arm. See it in dailies. Watch okay. this, Pete. No, I just go yeah, so great. I was so happy going through the footage of the documentary, the making of Tommy Boy, to hear Chris Farley go, "Grab my arm, David," during the scene. Grab my arm, because one of my favorite parts of that scene is when David Spade grabs Chris Farley's arm to try to stop him, and Chris just yanks his arm away like he just like, you know, he's like a four-year-old, you know, squit, like let me do my thing 
And that's one of the most beautiful points of that scene is David Spade grabbing Chris Farley's arm and Chris is pulling it away. And, and I just love that. He mentions that. Grab my arm a second. See it in I did it. Yeah. Let, me, let, me, let me see you grab my arm. Watch this, Pete. Yes. Uh, oh, yes. This is very, 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 very adorable. Tommy Boy's catchphrase, holy shnikes, was young Chris Farley's own invention. Holy shnikes! Holy shnikes! Hey, get off my property! Holy shnikes, it worked. According to director Peter Segal, Farley created this saying in childhood in light of his parents' strict rule against using obscenities. Helen Keller's name and Little Debbie's names are on the list of grades when Tommy sees that he's graduated with a D+. Plus. Sorry. Hey, Sorry. Pardon me. Can I just check this out? D plus. Oh my God. I passed. I passed. Oh man. I got a D plus. I'm gonna graduate. <laughs> I wish we'd known each other. This is a little awkward. I'm gonna graduate. Roger Ebert had nothing but disdain for Tommy Boy, and went so far as to place the movie on his notorious Ebert's most hated list. Obviously, this was personal, because who couldn't love Tommy Boy? He said, also, no one is funny in Tommy Boy. There are no memorable lines. None of the characters are interesting, except for Rob Lowe's character. Okay, yeah, I just, I just don't believe it. Oh, yeah, I watched Tommy Boy uh, last week, and here's something... Wrap your heads around this. Michelle Brockton, you know, Tommy Boy's love interest, she flew, flew in an airplane all the way to Chicago because cell phones didn't exist. Remember the scene she had to, you know, tell Tommy that supposed new stepmother and brother were actually lovers. They were married. And because cell phones didn't exist, she had to book a flight to Chicago. They were like an old married couple. You know, they adored each other, they were best friends, and they'd fight. I'm gonna really hurt you on this one. I'm gonna be like, ha <laughs> Don't. Oh, my C4 vertebrae. They wouldn't talk to each other. They, they'd just ignore each other. They'd talk to each other through the director, through Pete. They were really funny. Chris. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just kidding around. Chris goes up to the extras and he whips out his $100 Canadian bills and he goes, is this a lot? I'm not from here. Shut up. Farley could be having like a some giant fit over something or other and uh, Spade could say the one line that sounded like a total insult. Look, we're friends Who's on the movie and we've not been... off. <laughs> but uh, Spade will give him that cutting insult and Farley will just crack up at what Spade just said and be busted and, and everything would go back to normal. Okay, let's wrap this up. Tommy Boy trivia. Okay, I did a big bet. I bet my life that I will know every answer to Tommy Boy trivia. All right, so people at home, let's do this. We will do it in a way that we can all participate together. Okay, here we go. What city is Tommy Boy set in? That's easy. Here are your choices, people at home. Sandusky, Ohio. Detroit, Michigan. Cleveland, Ohio. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I don't think so. Yeah, here we go. 
How many years did Tommy attend college? Six years, seven years, five years, or four years? Talk about lame. <laughs> totally. You can change it if you want. I don't care. It's up to you. I can live with it if you can. Suit yourself. Which actor played the part of Tommy's father? John Goodman, Brian Dennehy, Treat Williams, or Dan Aykroyd? Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta argue, high five, hug, or drink together. What city in Iowa does Richard have a hard time finding, prompting the cashier to advise him to get a new map? Des Moines, Cedar Rapids, Sioux City, or Davenport? What is Tommy's final grade that allows him to graduate from college? D minus, C plus, C minus, or D plus? What sports activity is Tommy purported to have engaged in during his college years? Rugby, wrestling, football, or track? What activity did Tommy and his new brother engage in on their first night together? 4-H, cow tipping, shooting pool, or drag racing? What candy spills on the dash of Richard's car? Skittles, Hershey's Kisses, Rolos, or M&M's? Who is Richard's favorite little rascal according to Tommy Boy? Alfalfa, Spanky, Buckwheat, or Darla? What department of the company does Richard work in? Sales, shipping, marketing, or accounting? At the diner, Richard orders the shrimp cocktail. What does Tommy's special order? Pizza, burger, chicken wings, or hot dog? Okay, let's see. I bet my life that I would know every answer correct. How did you do at home? Let's see. And I did. I got every single answer right. Whew. That was a close one. Here we go. How did you do at home? What city is Tommy Boy set in? Sandusky, Ohio. How many years did Tommy attend college? Seven years. A lot of people go to college for seven years. Yeah, they're called doctors. Which actor played the part of Tommy's father, Brian Dennehy? Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. What city in Iowa does Richard have a hard time finding, prompting the cashier to advise him to get a new map? Davenport, Iowa. What is Tommy's final grade that allows him to graduate from college? The answer, D+. What sports activity is Tommy purported to have engaged in in his college years? The answer is rugby. Rugby freaks if you're nasty. What activity did Tommy and his new brother engage in on their first night together? Cow tipping. What candy spills in the dash of Richard's car? M&M's. Who is Richard's favorite little rascal, according to Tommy Boy? Spanky. Can you remember that scene? Scram, Tommy, don't give her the weight room routine. What department of the company does Richard work in? Accounting. My fellow nerds and I will retire to our nerdery. At the diner, Richard orders the shrimp cocktail. What does Tommy special order? Chicken wings with Helen.